welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Brendan Kumasarmi, who is the founder of Master Talk. He's on YouTube. It helps with the power of public speaking. And today we're going to talk about his journey um, and how he got started. Hey, Brendan, how are you? Good, Alexa. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I'm excited to talk because I'm a big fan of public speaking. So I always like to learn some tips and tricks and things like that. <laughs> um, so start with just how you got started. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to go there. So when I was in university, Alexa, I used to do these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age were playing basketball, rugby, or baseball, as you can tell by looking at me, I'm not really well equipped to do any of those things. I did. (laughs) (laughs) So I did presentations competitively. That's how I learned how to speak. But then what happened is as I got older, I started coaching people who were younger than me who wanted to do well at these competitions too. But we didn't really have a communication coach. And I wasn't one, by the way. I just started helping them for free. And then as I got older, I had the idea for Master Talk because I realized that everything that was in my head wasn't available on the internet for free. So I started making videos on YouTube on how to communicate ideas effectively. And then a few years later, it turned to what it is today. That's amazing. Um, that's so cool that you got to like start by helping somebody and then it just grew into what it is today. I mean, so tell us uh, what, it, like, tell us a little bit more about it, like what you do. Um, is it just YouTube through a podcast maybe? Yeah, absolutely, Alexis. So, so what it turned into after is it turned into two things. So the first one is definitely the YouTube channel where I share a lot of free tips with people to, to learn from. And it also turned to a coaching business. So I coach a lot of executives in the technology space. I coach a lot of entrepreneurs on how to scale their businesses with communication. And that's really how I was able to exit corporate. So I worked at, in consulting for many, many years, probably like, I mean, many, many years, probably three years. And then, <laughs> That's <laughs> so then many, I'm, I think, isn't it? Or is yeah, that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it's I guess three and counts. more, maybe. Yeah, I guess that counts as many. So, so I was side hustling Master Talk while I was gaining a client base. It was really my clients that allowed me to quit corporate. YouTube is yeah. more my give back to the community. Very cool. Um, what else are you planning on doing with it? I think you should do a podcast. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> mentioned that. The, the reason I, I don't focus on the podcast yet, it's coming soon. It's because like, oh. it's really hard to scale, really hard to scale a, a podcast. Really easy to scale a YouTube channel if you have the talent for it. Oh, so yeah. that's that's why I'm focused on YouTube. And it's a lot easier for me to transition a YouTube audience that's really established into podcast listeners later than doing the opposite. That's true. Actually, that's pretty true. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do more of the podcast than the YouTube, but I'm trying to get into YouTube, but it's just so much like I'm on TikTok now and it's like all this editing and all these videos and it's just like trying to think of all these ideas. What um, made you fall in love with public speaking? Yeah, it was really the competitions, I would say, Alexa, where I just loved it. You know, I always call myself the Michael Jordan that nobody gives a shit about. And the reason I say that is because I was super obsessed with these presentations. It's just nobody really cares about presentations. They care about basketball or something. But it was really that competitive nature. I was good at it. 
I had a big challenge, a big why. I was coaching all these mm-hmm. people and had to be great speakers. And it was a really fun experience for me. But later on, what it turned into is I realized that communication was so much more than just winning a competition. It was the way in how we amplify ideas. It's the way in how, like think of the next yeah. Elon Musk, right? Who's probably some 15 year old girl who's really nervous about communication, but is extremely bright. So if yeah. we created a space for her to learn how to communicate, she could take over the world. So was that your um, degree, communications? Not even close. I actually- Oh, that was mine, no... actually. <laughs> <laughs> My degree was in accounting, surprisingly. What? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, no, I was a communications degree. I loved it. I loved learning. I had classes on like persuasion mm. and I learned so much and it's very interesting. And I learned like the different types of communication between two people versus a company. So it was, I'm kind of learned, I learned a little bit what you're teaching. That's but, awesome. <laughs> so can you give us a little sneak peek of what your YouTube channel entails? Yeah, absolutely. Like so, is there I mean, a certain video, maybe like a lesson or something that you could like tell us a little bit? Oh, of course, of course. I'm happy to give the full pie. No need for sneak peek. So, so the idea of the, the YouTube channel is really to be an encyclopedia for communication. So to answer every possible question that anyone could possibly have around speaking. That's really the goal of the channel. So how do you speak like an extrovert? How do you communicate like as an introvert? How do you use daily public speaking exercise to make yourself great? And I would say out of all of the tips that I share, the easiest ones that people can implement from listening to this podcast, Alexa, is number one, the random word exercise. So pick a random word like phone or copper or pen and create presentations out of thin air. This helps build your resilience as a communicator, as a speaker. That's the number one. Thank you. So that would be the, the most important tip. And then the other tips are things like puzzles. So communicate like a jigsaw puzzle. What does that mean? Right, you know those little toys you used to play as kids? Mm-hmm. Those, those puzzles. So whenever we're doing a puzzle, and you already know this, Alexa, is we start with the edges first. Yeah. Because they're easier to find in the box, you do the corners. And I would encourage people to do that with their communication too, because most of us focus too much on the middle. We shove a bunch of content, we get to a presentation, and we ramble throughout the whole thing. Whereas what you want to do instead is you want to practice just the introduction 30 times. Just the intro. Then do the same thing with the conclusion. What's a great movie with a terrible ending? Last time I checked, terrible movie, right? So same thing with the close and then tackle the middle. That's actually a really smart idea. It's almost like a sandwich too. Like you do the breads and then the meat in the middle. Oh, that's good. That's good. Ah, see? That one. <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> it just came Public to me. Speaking is like a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> what has been your favorite part of all this and the hardest part my favorite part for sure is having meaning to my life I think that's what I'm super grateful for is I found what it was super early and most people never do Mm -hmm. so I would say that's that's my favorite thing is being able to use my unique gifts and talents to really do something entirely unique and and magical in the world that's probably the thing I appreciate the most and I would say that the hardest part, I mean, definitely the first three to six months of master talk, you know, I always like to say this, Alexa, we are always most fragile at the beginning of one's ideas. Mm-hmm. Always. So the first three mm-hmm. to six months of master talk, I thought it was a stupid idea. I mean, just to paint the picture for people, I was a 22 year old kid making YouTube videos in my mother's basement 
on public speaking communication, coming from an accounting background, <laughs> spoken French my whole life, but giving English YouTube videos. So yeah, uh, lots lots of things against me, let's just say, because most people in my space have PhDs in communication. So I, I had a lot of resistance. A lot of university professors told me I was stupid. They said, don't call me my first name. I had a lot of uh, bad, bad, bad wuju. Let's put it that way. So that wasn't so fun. But if you have a very specific reason why you're doing something, you'll push through it anyways. And sometimes to me, yes, the degrees are great, but sometimes it's your experience and what you've learned can even be a better teacher. Like I say this a lot because like this started from having chronic pain. Um, and yes, I have doctors and they're amazing. Some are better than others, but I say in the sense of you are your best advocate and you know I can teach more on certain aspects of chronic pain than a doctor can because I'm living with it. Mm-hmm. And you've had experience of doing your case studies and all these competitions you've learned things over and over again by getting better so to me sometimes that's okay better than a degree oh yeah we're, we're definitely in the same camp i'd even push the analogy even further you know the way i live life and the coaches i invest in and the resources i use is always who has the result that i want mm-hmm. right i'm not going to listen to a uh, like for example there's this guy named patrick but he explained it so well in the context of his marriage which i thought was fascinating and the story is this, him and his wife went to go see a marriage therapist just to talk about the relationship. They have a great relationship. And he asked that person advice. And that person said, hey, you know what made me and my wife successful was we had dinner every single day together. And he walked out of the room. And then his wife was like, "What, Patrick, why did you walk out of the room? And then he just looked at her and said, like, babe, that's not the relationship that we have. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, that's not possible. They're both teachers. We, can, we right. can't listen. We got to go listen to Kobe Bryant and what he's doing with his wife because those are the people we yeah. should be listening to. So, yeah. I like that. Like it is. It's your, what your results are because you could have a thousand degrees, but does that mean you're learning? You're not experienced in it. You're just, you're just, you would studied it, memorized and like spewed it out. So to me, and I'm not dodging anyone with a, like a degree in communication. Obviously they know they've learned, but it's just, it's right. different. Experience can really like make or break you. Absolutely. And the thing was too, like I, when I originally wanted to do event planning years ago, there really is no degree for it. I mean, you can do hospitality, you can do whatever, but a lot of the jobs would say like, you need this amount of experience. Well, how am I supposed to get that experience if I'm not in that door, foot in the door? My degree really meant nothing. I mean, it might have helped them maybe if two people were the same and if one had a degree, one didn't, maybe they'll go for the degree, but I don't know. But other than that, like there really wasn't a, a difference. So it's, it's, it really is your experience. I've learned that too. Oh yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> so what is a day today like for you? Mm, that's a fascinating question. I would say for me, my day looks like couple of different things so probably 25 percent of my time is i'm on a flight somewhere and i'm either giving a workshop or i'm at a conference and i call this actually let's keep this easier i call it the three c's of how i spend my time conversations content creation and coaching yeah so i'm either in a conversation like the one we're having right now 
I'm either in content creation. So the way I describe content is when I'm sitting down to load and I'm writing content, even if this counts as content creation too. Yeah, like social media, YouTube, all that, yeah. Yeah, like drafting videos, things like that, or filming, shooting. And then the third C is obviously coaching, right? Coaching clients, delivering results for them. So anything out of those three Cs, in the, in the context of the business anyways, yeah. is, is considered non-essential for me. So every meeting I'm having, I'm either in a conversation, I'm either creating content, I'm either coaching. I like that. And it's I like how you keep it. Like, it's very organized and you know what you're doing. And really, and then if you're doing something that maybe doesn't fit in one of those three that maybe you realize maybe it's not as important. Correct. And you can kind of prioritize, I feel like better too. Absolutely. How did you get your foot in the door to your first client? Great point. So here, here's my advice on this. I'm a big believer of this idea that you should always get results for people before you start charging them. So the way I approach this mm-hmm. is the reason I got really good at communication coaching. I built a pretty good business off of it and it's still growing is is not because like uh, I started charging people money right away it's because I would do this even if I didn't get paid to do it like, I love like, it. right like think about this podcast interview I love podcast interviews that's why I do them like they're super fun it's like talking to people and, engaging and I love them doing them too and I'm not even really getting paid for it but I love doing it I love meeting people you never know who you're going to meet in that one conversation that could create a whole partnership down the road Absolutely. Like your sandwich idea, gold, right? Boom. Take that. Right? So, so Take always, it. Go, go have at it. <laughs> so the puzzle thing doesn't right. Go, do you like sandwiches? That I, I do my <laughs> wife's mentor, she has a communications degree. She told me and they're like, wow. And then that's it. So, so that's, that's the key. That's the way I've always seen it is, is all about like, how are we prioritizing our time and how are we using it for the best of our abilities? Right. So yeah. it's the same thing here. I like that. And actually, the more I think about it, too, is they're kind of like, I can have the three C. I might take your three C's, too, because like I do content creation. I have conversations and then except mine isn't coaching. Mine's um, I have like a design business. So it's creating mm, but really nice. that's like my three. That's how I live my days, too. So it kind of works. I like it. <laughs> so thank you. Um Okay, so last question before we get into the game. If I have a listener right now, let's say, um, that is kind of wanting it in speaking, but she or he doesn't really know where to start, what can you offer them or tell them? Hmm, I would offer them a question. And the question is, how would the world change? How would your life change if you were an exceptional communicator? You know, the biggest problem, Alexa, with communication is a lot of it is flavored in negativity mm-hmm. and stress and anxiety. Yeah. So the way that we unlearn that is by first asking ourselves the question that a lot of people don't ask themselves. How would your life change if you're an exceptional communicator? So many of us dream about our vacations. We dream about the expensive watches we want to buy, the paintings that we want to get, the cars that we want to ride in. But very few of us dream about a world and how we're an exceptional speaker so start asking yourself that question so that you can build the motivation oh wow i can get better at communication to make more money at work i can get better at communication to have a better interaction with my family i can get better at communication to grow my business what is it for you what is it that you selfishly want write that down and the one percent of you are listening to this podcast right now 
will not just write down the question, you'll also pause this episode for 15 minutes and really reflect on that question. And if you do just that, you'll be just fine. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Um, we're gonna go into a game and I'm gonna ask you five questions rapid fire about you. So the first question, and they get from easy to hard. Just so you know. purple. <laughs> um, first question, drink of choice. Drink of choice. Mm, black tea in the morning. Ooh, I like that. No um, oh. So you're one of those. <laughs> I am one of those, yeah. That's my teeth are so yellow. <laughs> um, the next question is favorite movie, TV show, or both? Death Note. So it's a story about uh, a student who finds a notebook on the floor. And if you write somebody's name in the notebook, they die. So he goes on this quest to kill every bad guy in the world. It's a fascinating story. I've listened to it. I've watched that series like six times. What's it on? What's it? It's not really. It's. Is it like streaming? You can, oh. you can watch it on Netflix, I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it's free on YouTube, too. If you don't live in the U.S., outside the U.S., it's free. You can just type YouTube Death Note. And all the 37 episodes will appear. But it's on Netflix, I believe. Okay, it looks interesting. That sounds interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, words of advice to your younger self. Be insane or be the same. If you want to be like everyone else, that's totally cool. But if you want to do something super cool with your life, super interesting, realize that the people who do crazy things are crazy people, right? Like think about me. I started a YouTube channel at the age of 22 on communications, like not pranks, on comms. And then I went to coach CEOs of companies, but I still live in my mother's basement. I don't own a car. Okay. And I'm in the point, this is actually something I'm really proud of. I'm in the 0.5% of top listeners on Spotify in the world for Justin Bieber. Like that's the type of accomplishment that I am. So that's the point. Isn't oh. that weird? That's the it's point. like a it's random like, fact. It's cool. Exactly. I'm bizarre, but we're all bizarre. So embrace that and you'll be successful. Exactly. Um, next question is five words to describe yourself. Uh, insane. Generous competitive, results-driven, and impact. All right. And the last question is, what does success mean to you? Three things. Number one is make a decision to find the gift, even if you don't know what the gift is. Whether that gift is a stay-at-home mother or whether that gift is to be a super successful entrepreneur. Number two is cultivate the gift. Once you figure it out, whether it takes you two days, two years, or two decades, once you find the gift, cultivate it. And the third piece, which is the most important part, the second you've cultivated your gift, don't forget to cultivate the gift in others. Unleash the best. Help other people find their gift, too. Don't just stop at two. Always go to three. That's why I'm on the show. I already know what my gift is, but it's time for me to help other people unleash theirs. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And where can we find you? Absolutely, Alexa. Fun, fun interview. Thanks for having me. So two parts. Number one is obviously the YouTube channel. You can check out Master Talk. Type that in in YouTube. You'll find me super easily. And the other way to keep in touch is if you're interested in coaching, come to one of my free interactive Zoom calls. I do a free training every few weeks. It's something I coach people on. It's not like a webinar. I'm there. It's interactive. And you register for that at rockstarcommunicator.com. All right. Well, that'll be all in the description below and I will see you guys next time. Bye.